Hello and welcome to Sutra Side Talk, episode 36. I'm your host, Cameron Schustar, and with me is... James Seelig. Today is Saturday night. It is February 8th, and I don't want to be here. Yeah, sorry. I hate you so much. Show must go on, though. Yeah, it must. Uh, If you're hearing this now, it means you didn't hear the original broadcast, which... No one will ever hear because it doesn't exist anymore. Or at least my half of it doesn't exist. Yeah, if you want, I, I could have actually uh, published uh, my half of it, and it would be me talking to air, and you'd get my reactions from absolutely nothing. Yeah. It would have been a good time. Long story short, I need to get my MacBook checked out because for some reason, trying to record while doing a video call keeps hard freezing my computer, which shouldn't happen. We're going to try to figure that out, but in the meantime, recording remotely is kind of a hit or miss. Yeah, and uh, this week will be very light on news. If you've been looking at us on Twitter, I've been tweeting out a lot of uh, smaller news pieces that uh, we didn't end up putting on the show just because there's a lot and they're not worth like kind of just like 20 seconds of talking. Yeah, and if we talk about it like too long after it happened, it's not new news anymore yeah well we'll still have some of the same stuff we had uh just a smaller amount just because i'm actually teetering on exhaustion right now but uh uh, we're gonna be talking about everything from honestly when it comes to the gaming it won't be actually necessarily playing video games for the most part and then the movies will be uh you'll see you'll see but we'll get we'll just go straight into it with what we've been playing james if you want to start us off Honestly, since I still can't play much at my apartment because I don't have access to Ethernet, it's I've been doing stuff on my Switch. So I've mostly just been playing the new expansion to Shovel Knight, uh, Castle uh, King of Cards. It's basically like each one of the DLCs for Shovel Knight has been one of the characters from the original game just a, a backstory and this one's on king knight it's i don't know it's a fun game i really like shovel knight overall i don't want to take too long talking about because I, I might have probably already talked about it on this podcast before yeah it's, we just don't have it anymore yeah no it's a it's a really fun <laughs> yeah. uh, platformer if you if anyone listening to this is a fan of the old school Mega Man games shovel knight is for you and i had played a few um i'm trying to i'm like shit how do i talk about this a second time uh i Ran through and beat Metal Gear Solid Five: Phantom Pain. Uh, it was amazing. It definitely, back then, in 2015, when it came out, my game of the year at the time was Fallout 4. It was also one of the few games that year I did play. Uh, I like to resend my vote of Fallout 4 and move it to Metal Gear Solid Five at least until I play Witcher 3, which I barely started because I've been focusing also uh, on a lot of Destiny 2. But with Metal Gear Solid, uh, it was honestly really, really awesome. Uh, you definitely see near the end, though, where Konami got involved with Kojima's uh, basically exile from the studio, and it, it it makes you pretty disappointed just because you can tell that it probably could have led to, like, Kojima remaking Metal Gear 1 and 2, where you'd have uh, the youngest version of Solid Snake fighting punish snake in the first one and then actually big boss in the second one and that would have been really cool i won't get more into it but uh you just gotta play the game to understand what that means that would have been awesome yeah it's if that had ever happened it it was honestly really cool 
I'm definitely not platinuming it because the only I haven't even gotten a gold. You have to get a gold. You have to S rank every single mission, and I'm like, no, I'm not doing. Yeah, that. I. I haven't played that game in a while, but I just remember that being a thing that I was just like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. It sounds like so much work. But also speaking of so much work, they do uh, the secret ending and you have to do all this shit for it, which kind of annoyed me because it was, it wasn't as bad as Arkham Knight's bullshit one, but this one was still just like, I hate base construction. I don't want to deal with this. I just want to play the really? game. Really? I actually really liked that part. I did. I, I mean, I was also trying to get through it, so That's I, was, fair. I didn't want to deal with all that extra I stuff. I just liked the watching your base progressively get bigger and bigger and better. I thought that was cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up, Injustice Gods Among Us. I beat at work on like breaks and lunches in two days. It was very short, but it was honestly really cool watching that DC story where it's kind of like a... Not Elseworlds necessarily, but it's like, oh, in a world where Superman rules the Earth, and then you have like the more regular DC universe, and they're, the two different universes are colliding with like, oh, this one's Superman's bad, this one he's still good, and the fallout of like what happened to all the heroes after all that shit happened. Uh, it was one of the free, free uh, PlayStation Plus games in the past, so that's why I finally got around to playing it, because I'm like knocking those out at work now. Uh, I hope to eventually play the second one because I do want to see where the story goes for it. Did that? Didn't that one also come out on PlayStation Plus at some point? Two? Yeah. I wish. No. Oh, uh, okay. No, just the first one. Uh, I was because it came out on PS3 originally, and then it, they re-released it on PS4 as like uh, I guess like Game of the Year edition or whatever. Mm. Um, yeah, and there's like a bunch of comics I want to read about it, but it's like the prequel between like what happened between. Superman killing Joker to right before the game starts, but it's so much. I'm like, uh, maybe I'll see. But if you have DC Universe, the streaming app, you actually all the issues are on there, so you could totally read it there if you want to. And then last up, I played more Destiny Two. I've actually been grinding pretty hard in it whenever I get the chance, which I don't really have much of a chance. So it's like whenever I have time to play at home, if I do. Uh, I've been like knocking out all the actual quest stuff and I've actually taken down like all but two pinnacle weapons which is not forgotten and hush which I'm not going to get hushed this season just because I'm tired of gambit a little bit Mm. and not forgotten is like dude you have to grind comp all the way to legend rank for glory and I I just want to get it done I'm at like 3300 right now I think I'm at like fabled three and you have to get through Mythic, and then you finally get to Legend, but, like, the grind through Mythic is, like, it's it's not fun. It's not fun at all, I'll just tell you that. But, okay, that's enough of that. Uh, we'll, I'll probably, I don't know, we'll talk, uh, once Crimson Days comes out, we'll have more to talk about. Or I'll, I'll have more to talk about for Destiny 2. You, yeah. don't, you don't have anything to Dude, talk I about. Dude, I fucking, I wish so shit. bad I could play Destiny on my free time in my apartment, but those fucking assholes took, to, uh, took out my only way to play that shit. Like, basically, if anyone doesn't remember, I don't have access to Ethernet ports, and the Wi-Fi in my apartment building uses a security setting that my game consoles do not support. So I have no way to get my PlayStation or Xbox online. It's okay. I, I've replaced you with a guy from Lebanon. That's fun. And also a girl from Texas. <laughs> and I'm cracking it. It's, dude, the clan's great. I'll just cry in my corner alone. Just cry in your corner. <laughs> Play on your Switch, you pleb. Yeah. All right. So let's dive into the gaming news, which has nothing to do with actual video games. It's great. Really? First stop, uh, Kojima Productions wants to develop 
multiple forms of oh, media yeah. like manga, anime, and episodic games. Which they said they'll still do triple uh, A games, but it's something they want to, they want to get into. Plus, not to mention like Hideo Kojima also wants to do like full length movies as well. So there's just so much there that I'm just like, you know, if they did it, I'd buy it. Oh, absolutely. I don't even care what it is. Dude, like, honestly, like, I I think I said before, when it, like, before Death Stranding came out that, like, no matter, even if the gameplay is kind of just meh, like, which it kind of was, like, what I really want out of a Kojima game is, like, an interesting, weird story, and that's what he delivers, and if say what you will about death stranding it did deliver an interesting unique story at least my opinion so if he just wants to make a straight up movie or like a manga that literally just tells me an interesting cool story i'm down for that and it just makes sense for that guy yeah it definitely does and who knows how long it's gonna like if this actually comes to fruition or like how long it'll take for whatever they end up making because i mean they basically have like the oysters there is that what is it the oysters your world is that what they call it is that the oh the your, the world is your oyster yeah that one whatever that one is uh yeah that's them now post death stranding they can do anything they want except middle gear solid <laughs> and pt yeah which uh apparently i'll just say real fast the uh, konami is apparently making two silent hill games or in development possibly where one's like an episodic one like uh what do you, what do you call it uh what was what's... the telltale games no, no, um, the horror one for on Sony. Oh, um, what's it called? Until Dawn. Until Dawn. Yeah. So, so one that like that, and then one that's like a soft reboot. And I'm just like, when was the last game they made? Mill Your Salt Survive. Oh, you Before just. Did... I mean, Survive wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if that was the last one that they made because I can't remember the last time I've heard of Konami since then. I think. Other than, like, Pachinko Machines. I think that's what it was, but... Yeah, because they haven't done anything. They just... Yeah, they they had the Contra collection, the Castlevania collection. Oh! Yeah, no, there was that new Contra game. Rogue Core, which was terrible. Oh, that's funny. I didn't even know that came out, to be honest. Yeah, no, it looks like a piece of shit. It looks awful. Is it mobile? No, it's a full-on console game. It was, like, 40 bucks. Uh, Well... Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, Sony, just uh, just fucking buy the rights to Mug Your Salt and give it to Kojima. Just just because I'd be like, hey, I got you a birthday present. I would love that. It just would... Like, what the fuck is Konami going to do with it anyway? Except maybe um, there's that rumor that, what, Blue Point Games is making a remake of something or reimagining or whatever it is. Uh, No, I think a remake. And... The hope is apparently everyone's like, yes, Metal Gear Solid, make it be Metal Gear Solid. Because that would be awesome. Because honestly, Kojima really doesn't need to do that himself. He just needs to do the re reimaginings of uh, Metal Gear 1 and 2. That's all I want, really. Yeah. But okay. Um, Super Nintendo Land. Yeah, that was a weird one. So there's a music video, uh, and it basically kind of showcases what you're going to do. Uh, you're gonna sort of. You're gonna risk your life trying to play games while these giant stone people try to fall on you and kill you, and you're gonna have fun doing it. So the entire time I was watching the that music video, I was just like, "Okay, this is interesting. When are they gonna cut to like what the park looks like?" 
and they just never did. You'll never know. But it's supposed to, yeah, it's Nintendo's theme park for Universal Studios in Japan. So it's like a park on its own, but it's still like part of Universal. And it's not Nintendo themed necessarily, it's completely Mario themed. So they said in the future it seems like they'll probably have room for like Zelda stuff and other things. Yeah, it's, it's completely only Mario stuff. That is weird, because, like, they, I didn't notice, I mean, I noticed that they only showed Ninten- or Mario stuff specifically. Was it called Super Nintendo Land or Super Mario Land? Oh, wait, no, it's Super Nintendo World, or is it the fucking... Super Nintendo... Well, the one in, going to Florida is Super Nintendo World, Because uh... now I'm really confused. Because, yeah, it, it, it was all Mario stuff, at least in that. Oh, wait, they're bringing one to Hollywood? What the fuck? Okay. Interesting. So, yeah, uh, how, dude, how many fucking universe? I just, I for the longest time of my life, I was like, yeah, it's just Florida and Hollywood, and that's the only spots. But apparently there's one in uh, Singapore that's going to get one, and Hollywood. Huh. Uh, I... And then, of course, the Japan one is first, followed by the Florida one, which is, Florida's getting a third park. Uh, it's called uh, Epic Universe Theme Park. Which will have the Super Nintendo World in it. Yeah, I also keep forgetting that this is like tied to Universal Studios. Yeah, which uh, honestly they do it. They've been you haven't gone yet, but the no, fucking Harry Potter Universal. shit at Universal. Is I've heard to good things die about for. it. It's so fucking good, dude. I spent so much money the first time I went there because I was like, it's everything I've ever wanted, and I thought about it, I'm like, there's nothing like this at Disneyland until now. The fucking Star Wars land that's gonna take my money this mm-hmm. in fucking June. Oh god. So but I did find it interesting that they showed off like a weird bracelet thing that you get when you're in the park and it like connects to a phone app and somehow you're playing like a game the entire time you're in the park. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure it's like in a rack of points for you and there'll be stuff to do most likely while waiting in lines. And it seems like I can't it's it's very hard to tell through the video that if you're doing stuff that's like gameish or actually physical like yeah it's hard to say um but i'm imagining like mario kart go-karts or like bumper cars or whatever something like that they'll that's uh, that's kind of like eh, at the same time well when they or combine those because you want it to be combat but you want it to be safe or maybe you don't want it to be safe the thing is they had like a stage presentation when they where they showed off this music video and off to the side they had someone demonstrating wearing the bracelet and like jumping up and hitting one of those like like a real question mark block and i don't know if that's like you'll find those around the park and if you like do the mario jump thing the bracelet will like unlock something in the app take some shrooms and get (laughs) big bro but like again i can't tell if that's just them doing a aesthetic like oh mario stuff or like you're actually literally going to be doing that eat my flower and flame on (laughs) Yeah. Get in my tanuki, bitch. Frog suit. Frog suit. <laughs> it's gonna be so weird. I don't know. I'm excited. It's so. This is coming. This this park specifically for Japan is gonna be coming out right before the Tokyo Summer Olympics. Yeah. Or, yeah. Tokyo Summer Olympics. Uh, this summer, of course. Uh, which will be a great opening for it since like they have a lot of game stuff going on with it and everything and it's gonna be crazy which i highly recommend you don't go during this time if you if it's your first time to japan because you want to see really like the stuff of japan 
but it's going to be packed and things will be sold out. There'll be lines everywhere for most likely. It's going to be hard to do anything you want. Which, yeah. With the Olympics you, being there, for yeah, sure. Unless you've never been there before, or if you have been there before and you're like, I just want to go to the Olympics specifically and then maybe check out the Nintendo Land, then like that that works perfectly. But yeah, I would recommend to go afterwards when it's like kind of died down so you could see the full like Olympic Village stuff and also just go to the Nintendo Land when it's not as crazy and basically go on your Japan adventure. Um, it, it's cool though. I, honestly, I'd be I'd be really excited if I got to go to something like that. Like it, it would be pretty, pretty yeah cool. Because right now, at least the closest thing we have to anything that's physically Nintendo, like there's a Nintendo store in New York. That yeah, right. That also, there's like technically like Pokemon Center type places. I'm not really yeah, sure. It's not the same. Yeah, it's kind of cool though. All right, next up. That's not all for places made by video games. Atari. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Atari. Uh. Besides that VCS streaming console they're making, they now are making hotels. Which is weird. Atari and we weren't, hotels. We weren't sure if they were actually going to be shaped like the Atari logo or not. I feel like what's the point if you're not going <laughs> to? Yeah, the photo, I'm looking at an IGN article here, guys. That's where I got the information. Uh, but the photo, I can't tell if it's a concept art that someone just didn't like DeviantArt or something. Probably not, because it's too nice to be on DeviantArt. But it's either, uh, it's, I can't tell if it's real or fake. If that's the actual design, it's actually pretty dope. Like, it's just, like, the full, like, Atari symbols around, like, built around the building, like, as part of the building. And they're, like, red and black, which kind of, I don't know, it just, it, it works, I'd say now. Like, the old colors don't work as well, I'd say. But this just, like, I don't know, it's very, it feels very supreme. And it's the first one's going to be in Phoenix, Arizona, and then they're supposed to bring others to basically all like big lo- city locations that most likely have something to do with video games and tournaments and things like that. Uh, basically, from the list are Las Vegas, Denver, Chicago, Austin, Seattle, San Francisco, and San Jose, which all big name cities you might know about, except maybe San Jose if you're not from California. Uh, that is basically Silicon Valley. Yeah, it's like an hour away from San Francisco-ish. Yeah, but it's like, that's where all the main tech stuff is. So that would make sense for one to be down there. Uh, These hotels would, of course, serve as hotels. But they would also have, like, it sounds like they'd have a lot of cool VR, AR experiences. uh, Full uh, venues for inside four tournaments. And, like, esports, it sounds like. So they are honestly making a smart... I personally think they're making a smart play here because... Like, you can't think of any game they've done that's, like, new in a long time. Like, I know they're still doing stuff. I just, uh, I couldn't tell you what their most recent game was. Yeah, it's it's really just re-releasing classic games, which makes, I'm sure, some money, but I don't really know what else they're really doing with it. Like, I think they publish games. They were a publisher. Besides, like, after, besides being a console developer, they were a publisher, and then, uh... Eventually, I think they just became... I think they still technically are. I thought they were a developer. They were both. Okay. I think. I don't... I don't know. It was before us, really. Like, we were... Yeah. Atari 2600 and all that other shit came out, like, way before us. Because, like, when we were kids, it was literally, do you want the Nintendo or the Sega? Yeah. And then you chose the Nintendo, because what the fuck are you doing with that blue hedgehog, you loser? Or the dolphin? Is that what you have? A dolphin and a hedgehog? Have fun with your life. But, yeah. Anyway. 
these hotels look pretty cool. I hope they have the Atari lifestyle hats, those, those oh, yeah. speaker hats. So while I was researching this, I, I came upon these speakers that are built into regular baseball hats on the, like the, the cap that the, the, yeah, the it's build. not, they don't put the speakers over your ears. Like you would think they would do. They put them on the bill in front of you. Yeah, and it's... Or behind you if you wear it backwards. <laughs> they're like $130 except for these special Blade Runner ones, which means I think this was in Blade Runner maybe for like a second. I think and it might that have one been. was $140. they are all on sale for 100 So like, I'm pretty sure I looked at the sale. I'm like, dude, this has probably been on sale for like six or seven months now or maybe longer. And they're just trying to get rid of them because no one wants to fucking buy well, yeah. speaker hats. I just can't imagine anyone who like, I mean, you like you said, it's on sale for a hundred bucks, but like it's it's listed as normally one thirty. Who's gonna spend a hundred and thirty dollars on a fucking hat with like speakers that can't be that good that like are on the front of your hat? I mean, I'm gonna get a tax return sometime <laughs> this year, and you're just gonna be like. Fuck it, I'll As get a hat. As a sound designer, I feel obliged to navigate this new explorative You just need form. to see it. It looks so fucking ridiculous. You need and to I experience it. It's so, it's like, it's the dumbest thing that I need to have. Or not need to have. Want to have. Because there's no right rhyme reason. Right rhyme or reason. I can't do shit to There's no rhyme or reason why it should exist. Yeah, it's like, why, why is that even a thing? Because it's like, you, you go on the bus... And there's some fucking guy with a, with a, with some small speaker or a small boombox. Yeah. Or he, a special asshole that has his fucking phone playing on speaker loud. And you're like, I know you can have earbuds or headphones. Like, if you can afford what you're playing that. Yeah. I know you can afford the thing that you could put in your fucking ears. You could buy some, like, $10 earbuds. But no, they're like, I want to share with the bus. And I'm like, no one wants to listen to your ratchet-ass shit. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. And that's why fucking I don't take the them. bus anymore. I just <laughs> go on the fucking car. Because that's stupid. Nah, Muni's got problems. Yes. Yeah, stupid fucking... <sighs> there's, there's savage creatures on the buses nowadays. It says the doors say, I think. Uh... People are strange when you're a stranger. Yep, especially champagne men. What? Uh, one time when I was... Dude, when I used to work at the restaurants on the wharf... Yeah? Uh, I was coming back. I think I was on the... F I took... It was either the 49 uh, coming to the 38. I think it was 49 coming to the 38 or getting on the 38. A homeless dude in shorts and a hat and, like, other stuff. It, like, I just remember the shorts specifically. And he just, like, like you know, crap. And homeless. Big fucking surprise. Yeah. So... He has a giant bottle of champagne. Biggest fucking ball I've seen in my entire life. As big as his fucking chest. Like, I'm James, you can see. You yeah. guys can't see. But uh, it's literally yeah, no, a one massive of those giant bottle. Like, bottles. one of those giant ones where you put next to a child to make, like, fun of or something. I don't That's know. It's like a, one of those bottles that you buy for, like, a party to share. Yeah, or it's, it's just, like, kind of just something to have somewhere because it looks ridiculous. And you're like, we yeah. can do this or something. I don't know. But he had one. He had one, and I just remember him on the fucking bus, and he's just saying all this random shit. I don't know what the fuck he was saying, and I'm like, I just need to get home. <laughs> I just need to get home. Like, that's all I want to do. I'm taking this bus to go home. And what does he do? He's, like, not getting off the bus, and then he sees his stop, doesn't get off the bus. And then the bus starts moving, and he's like, ow! <laughs> 
starts starts shouting the top of his lungs because this is actually a thing. If you ever go to San Francisco and you get on the Muni uh, buses here, and you you need to get off, but they don't open the back door and the light's not going on that you can press something to open the door automatically, then you start have to shout like back door, back door. You like you just shout to the bus driver back door, and usually they hear you, or if they don't, hopefully someone near the middle towards the front of the bus hears like and then passes shout, it on like passes it yeah passes it on and he the bus already started moving and this guy's like back door back door and the dude it's like his lips were uh it's like obviously the man doesn't have chapstick yeah but like the, the like, amount of shit that was just on his lips when he was doing it and as he shouted i just saw parts of it coming off physically Ugh. like i could see it i wasn't even next to him but i could see it all and i couldn't unsee it and it's just like sir just, sir you've dropped your skin he's just like falling your, apart your from skin you. Skin oh my god <laughs> and i'm just I'm like there's a man shouting his lips off literally quite literally shouting his lips off with a giant bottle of champagne while wearing shorts to get off a bus to which you go, how did we get on the bus to begin with? Which kind of just told you about Muni City. Like, just, like, how how this bus line is for the city. Uh, this is, like, I can guarantee you every day I would ride the bus, there would be someone. There would always be that one person. I'd be like, well, this isn't going to be a normal ride. Yep. And I didn't, I, that's why I started driving again. And then I took the bus one time. At one time, this fucking dude, like, <laughs> fucking dude, his shirt's half open. And he keeps running back and forth on the bus like he's about to attack someone, but he's not. It's like watching a lion uh, patrol in a zoo uh, yeah. enclosure. And he just runs up to me and then, like, looks at me and then runs away again. And I'm like, this is why I stopped. This is why I don't do this anymore. Dude, <laughs> because I... things like this happen. And, like, I just, oh, God, I don't want to deal with it. Dude, Dude I'm I f- not. I fucking okay. hate taking the bus in this city. It's But yeah. I also hate parking in this city, so it's like, yeah. I just hate the city. I just, I don't like it. Just, I'm tired. Can we like hit the reset button on the whole city? Yeah, <laughs> I'm so glad I'm saving up. Oh my god! <laughs> but yeah, so what were, what were what were we talking about? We were talking about speaker headphones, right? Yeah, or Atari hotel. Atari hats. Okay, right. So that naturally, all, all this from. has to do with hotels, guys. Yeah. So these hotels, obviously, esports, uh, gaming tournaments, um, VR, AR stuff. Basically, games like you'll probably have games in your room and other activities, and it's be cool like that. But honestly, it's for a company that doesn't have anything new to create in terms of software. Like, this is some of the cooler hardware you can do where it's like, hey, maybe... It's an interesting direction to go in. Yeah, it's something I might, like, eventually be like, hey, maybe I want to check out an Atari Hotel and see how it is. And just, I don't know. I just, like, I wonder what they mean by, like, it's a hotel designed for gamers like what what do you mean like does every room have like really high speed internet does every room have like you know hardline oh, connection don't to put it a fucking stadium in there i hope there's no stadium no stupid like <laughs> hotel wi-fi because like hotel wi-fi is no- you have to if they don't <laughs> include the wi-fi in the in like as part of the room that's just gonna be so disappointing yeah. i also hope they have ethernet ports like if you're and like fucking a heavy gamer you exactly need an ethernet port. that's what i was saying like ethernet ports like every room's you got to have a hard line connection i would imagine like 4k tvs in every room yeah something like that but i don't know we'll, we'll see what happens uh it sounds like what was the projected time like they already started i think on the phoenix one 
Uh, or no, they, they starts construction later this year. Uh, I think we'll get it within the next, I want to say 2021, 2022, probably. Ooh, what and if the every room... follow after that. What? What if every room came with one of those Atari gaming streaming boxes? I think that's what they're going like, to do. Like, as an incentive to, like, get people to go, like, oh, this thing's kind of cool. I could no, buy yeah, one So It's literally a win-win situation. You literally... Co- you're getting revenue from people sting and you're getting revenue from people possibly buying your merchandise yeah at that point like it's yeah and then maybe they'll even leave with your hat yeah that's that would be my goal i'd just say fuck the fucking machines fuck the building i want these hats sold sell more of these hats that's what i want if you fill up your punch card of 10 stays you get a hat (laughs) oh wonderful that's the world i want to live in but okay that's enough for the gaming news for now james yeah We'll get to what we're watching if you want to begin. I know you have a lot more than I do. Yeah. I have nothing. I have absolutely nothing. Oh, really? All right. Yeah. So, one, first thing real quick, I finally finished the season, the second season of Castle Rock, which is like, it's a show exclusive to Hulu. It's based off of Stephen King stuff. It's not like a specific story that he's done, but it's like based on like a collection of his stories or whatever. It's like set in a Stephen King universe sort of. So that's why I started watching the first season and I really liked the first season's story. It ended in like a really interesting kind of like, not exactly a time loop, but it's just like where it ended was an, it, it posed interesting questions that I wanted answered and that's why I was excited for the second season to sh- uh, start up because I thought they were going to answer those questions. And then they just like the second season had almost nothing to do with the first one. And it just posed more questions about stuff within this world that never got answered. So just the entire season was like disappointing and just didn't feel satisfying. I got you. I don't know. It's just really weird because like, like I said, I really did enjoy the first season and the second scene was just like bleh. Um, so I finally finished or watched Shazam, the, uh, the, my name. yeah, the, the DC movie. It was like the, I think it was like the only one that I hadn't seen like up until now. Uh, although I have now is birds of prey out yet. It came out on Thursday. It came out. Okay. I, so I, I was supposed to, well, actually, no, I'm probably going to see it twice this week. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, uh, I'm going to probably go with my coworkers and then go with, uh, some other friends. All right. Yeah. So like, I haven't seen that one yet, but like, anyway, Shazam. I hear it's good. Apparently. Yeah. Like I've been hearing good it's things getting, about it. It even has a really good Rotten Tomato score. The the best sounding thing to me that I've heard about it so far is that it feels like Deadpool with a bit of Tarantino thrown in, and I'm like, yes, please. <laughs> but I forget where I heard that. Okay. Anyway, Shazam. I really enjoyed, like, I think my only biggest complaint is I just don't buy that Barry, not Barry. You don't even know what movie you watched. Oh my god, what, what the fuck is his name? Billy? Billy. I god think you did that last time too. No, dude, I I don't know why, but like, Barry Allen is such a, like... Where's my little Billy? Yeah, like, Barry, Barry Allen is such a, like, memorable name to me for some reason that, like, every time I try to say Billy, I just say Barry. So, like, Billy gets like abandoned by his mom that's like when he's a kid and like that's why he's in the foster system and the like initially i was like there's no way that he like 
he just like never found his mom again that doesn't make any sense like especially when you see the scene later on and he finds the police officers and i'm like okay he knows what his last name is the police officers should be able to take him to his address and like they would find his mom and they explain later on that like the mom changed her name and went by like her maiden name or whatever and that that's why they couldn't find her but i just feel like did she just like immediately book it out of town and start using a different name? Yes. That's, that's the only thing that that I have a complaint with is like that that seemed a little hard to believe, but the rest of the movie I I thought was really entertaining. Like I I I know some people complained about the the montage of like him learning how to use all his powers took a little long, but like people complain about that. Oh, fucking losers! Some people did. I don't know. Losers. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I it's just like I thought it was fine. I enjoyed it the entire oh, it was time. Fun. I I had no gripes with that movie. It it was like oh, it's a bunch of kids being superheroes. And like and that's how the much thing. Fun like, is that? I really. The movie really, really hit its stride for me in the final conflict when he, like, was able to share his powers with the rest of his family. And, like, again, I keep forgetting... Who's the name of the... What's the name of the little girl that talks really Darla? fast? Starla? Dar- Darla. Darla. D-A-R-L-A. Darla. Darla. I don't know where Starla came from. Oh, no. Uh, Are so you like, I don't know. I, I just thought she was adorable. And, like, when she became an adult, she's, like, still acting like she's like six or whatever i just thought it was really well done um i also was unclear if they all had one of his abilities or they all have the same powers it's supposed to it almost seems like because it's like seven champions and seven like gods that they have powers from so it it almost sounds like they're dividing up like each one represents one of those gods but it also just kind of feels like each one is um just kind of takes a piece of it, like of each one, yeah. so, so like all divvied up. But I'm not honestly not too sure, because uh, it all takes place from Jeff Johns, like two newest runs for uh, Captain Marvel slash Shazam, and he did make it so like, which I'm actually not sure how the next movie will be if it because there's only six of them. And I just found out who the seventh champion is in the comic, which I was like, oh, will they do that for the movie? Because, uh, like, for me, I thought that was an allusion to sh- to Black Adam. No. So that's not. No. So Black Adam was the champion before. Yeah. He was one of the earlier champions. Which and... they do have a reference to in the yeah. movie. Which we'll have next year. will be our Black Adam movie with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And... um. Yeah, just read, I would say, the New 52 Justice League second feature with Captain Marvel. That's where you're going to get kind of like the origin of everything. And then read the current Shazam run. And those are what, that's how you get uh, everything from Dr. Savannah, upcoming villain Mr. Mind, uh, stuff with Black Adam, the, the, like his family, which I think in the... In the Justice League New 52 second feature, the seventh champion ended up being the Tiger, Tawny. The yeah, you mentioned that at some point. Which, in other versions, Tawny's actually, like, a actual walking, talking tiger in clothing. Which Weird. they do go into in the new Rebirth run for Shazam, yeah. 
uh, he's there's like seven magical lands, and one is the Wildlands, which is basically all these civilized animals. And tigers are kind of like taken. There was like I guess some incident with tigers before, so no other animals trust them, and so they've Tawny shit, who's basically this like fancy tiger. Interesting. Yeah. But he's not the seventh champion in the in the rebirth. It's actually, do you, yeah, I'll just say. the the champion in the current comics. They just did it. It's like the last two issues. So also recent comic book spoilers is Billy Batson's Billy Batson's uh, biological father who just got came back into his life. Interesting. Yeah, and literally he came back and is like, "I'm sorry, I've been gone. I need help looking for your mother." And. Uh, he's trying to see Billy, but Billy's not even like there. So like his foster parents also just found out about found out about all their powers. So they're like, oh, we can't tell him, and like all this stuff happens. But like uh, Black Adam and Doctor Savannah try to kidnap him, and so uh, Billy rescues him, but gives him the seventh uh, champion slot and gives him his power. Interesting. And he looks basically like Captain Marvel, just with grayish hair, and instead of a suit being red, it's yellow. Huh. And it's really cool because it's like he's an extra conscience. And then actually, I think they just killed <laughs> Two issues later, they killed him. Oh, my God. <laughs> the wizard the wizard comes back and he just is like, you'll get in the way. And he like zaps him. I don't think he's dead. But I'm just like, what the fuck is happening right now? It's, it's actually pretty good, yeah. But it was one of the books I had to switch from physical to digital just because I had to cut back yeah. on stuff. But it's, it's a good time. Yeah, you mentioned the uh, foster parents. Like, I really liked those characters in this movie. I thought they were like really sweet nice yeah. characters it's and like, like the, i i really liked all the family stuff in the movie it, they do a really good job and it's like jeff johns as a writer for comics as a creator for movies like he you could tell once he got on like a lot of things shifted and changed and he honestly really does a great job with anything he touches for the most part like he just did a fucking doomsday clock run that was the that was him he did that that was yep that was watchman and dc together in one thing and it was pretty fucking it was really good the ending was a little weird be honest at that very ending where you're like that's what we're ending it with okay i get it was like it was cool but it was also kind of iffy mm. on like the route they took but overall each individual issue on its own was superb like it was really yeah you told bad. me every like you were really enjoying it yeah like throughout the year that it was going on there's a lot of characters from like uh they introduce honestly they introduce like three new characters into the comics that are in the Watchmen universe two villains and a new Rorschach which is really cool um but I won't tell you anything else who that Rorschach is because it's actually pretty cool and what they like hint at and everything or what they end up revealing and all this other stuff like it's it's really really good but okay so next thing I watched was I finally got around to watching Detective Pikachu, and I also really enjoyed that. But that's Pika Pika. I'm I think a majority of it is just that like I have a lot of nostalgia for like classic Pokemon characters, like because I grew up with like Pokemon Red and Blue and then like Silver and Gold, and I kind of stuck on with the series a little bit longer than you did. I think like I haven't gotten every single game in the series, but I have an attachment to the. So, the source material i guess yeah the last so, one that i played was silver so yeah i honestly still think that silver is one of the best ones but uh, that might just be nostalgia talking uh i don't know i just really the thing i really ended up enjoying about pokemon 
or about Detective Pikachu was just seeing like a realistic ish world that revolved around Pokemon. Like it was, I just thought like visually it was really, really fun to watch. Yeah. Um, I, and like it also, I liked the plot of like trying to figure out what is this evil corporation doing? Why were they experimenting with Mewtwo? You know, what, what did the main, why was the main character's dad involved? And like, why can, is he the only one who can talk to Detective Pikachu? Mewtwo's voice, Mewtwo is woman in this one, right? I don't think so. What am I, oh, I'm thinking of the animated movie they did. Uh, but yeah, like the only complaint I have with it, I guess, is that because Detective Pikachu was voiced by Ryan Reynolds, it was, and it was like very clear that that was why the entire movie, anytime you saw the main character's dad, they never showed his face because it would have been really obvious that he was in Detective Pikachu or whatever. But that's like just nitpicking, I think. I think you've you've gotten to that point, James, where the movie is actually enjoyable and you're looking for things not to like in them now. Yeah. Well, it's like... I want to prescribe I, you some medication. <laughs> I think my issue is not so much that it was bad. It was just that, like, when they had that reveal at the end, that, like, oh, his dad was Ryan Reynolds. I was like, well, yeah, I, I got that, like, a while ago. But it's still cool. It's a relaxed <laughs> Ryan Reynolds that's composed. Uh, that, like, inexplicably now is addicted to coffee. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so... After that, I watched a short documentary series on Netflix called Inside the Mind of Aaron Hernandez, which, I don't know, it was just a really interesting story. I, I didn't know too much about the guy beforehand. Uh, I, I had heard the name, but I don't know. I just, Netflix is really good at sucking me in with like random documentary series because I'm just a fan of documentaries if they're done well. And you it, get all the time in the world now with no games to play. Yeah, that too. And it's just like, well, that, yeah, that's like the main reason why my watch list is like way longer than my playlist. Uh, and I don't know. It was just they play that autoplay got me because the, the trailer was basically just like, why would this guy who plays for the NFL, who has like everything be like murdering people in his side time and like no one found out until like way later. And I don't know. It, I don't know if anyone listening to this is going to get into it, so I don't want to, like, spoil it. It's, it was interesting, for sure. Like, it's only, like, three episodes. It's only, like, three, I think they're, like, an hour long each. It was interesting if you want to learn more about, like, I don't know what makes someone do crazy shit like that. Could it possibly be just, like, brain damage from the constant concussions? Or is it just, like, how he was raised? It was interesting. And then I actually have a couple class or, or a couple movies from my like literature class that I got into. Uh, we recently read Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, the original book. So we watched a movie that's like based off of that version of Frankenstein, not the Universal Pictures Frankenstein. Dude, like what's his name? Uh, Robert De Niro was the monster. I like literally never knew that Robert De Niro played a Frankenstein. Except you can't actually you can't even call it Frankenstein. Because uh, hey, oh. <laughs> like literally this was 
based off the original source material so they never it's he he is not frankenstein he's the monster the monster never got a name i just i found this version of frankenstein way more interesting and intriguing than the universal pictures frankenstein who's just like a mindless monster this one he's actually like intelligent he like teaches himself like language and how to read like just by what like watching people I don't know. I just find that way more interesting that Dr. Frankenstein was able to create like an intelligent creature than just like, oh shit, I made a monster. Yeah, doesn't the monster end up killing his best friend and wife or girlfriend? Best friend. Actually, they cut that from the movie. But in the book, yeah, the monster murdered his younger brother, his wife, and his best friend. And that's when he, like, swore absolute vengeance on it and, like, followed it to the North Pole until he died. Isn't it like he knows it's coming for him and he's just like, I'll just wait here? Well, it's like literally the monster is just like, hey, I blame you for everything bad that's ever happened in my life because you created me and then you didn't, like, take care of me. So I blame you for everything and I'm going to spend my entire life ruining your life. And then Frankenstein was like, okay, you've ruined my life. I'm going to kill you now. And so they just, like, chased each other. It was actually inter- kind of sad that, like... I mean, this movie came out in, like, the 90s. Yeah. Like, so... Not really spoilers, I guess. I mean, it is, but I don't think anyone cares at this point. It, it, there's this really... And it's in the book, too. But it's this really sad scene when Victor Frankenstein finally succumbs to his exhaustion and dies like the monster shows up in like the ship cabin that he's in and like the captain of the ship is like oh my god the monster is real like and he's like crying over his like fallen master or like creator and he's just like why are you crying and he's just like he was my father and it's like sad because like it literally like he may have hated him for creating for being like the person who created him and like abandoning him and stuff, but he was literally all he had. Like he was basically goading Victor into chasing him to the ends of the earth because that was the only companionship he had. <laughs> Catch me. Yeah. Catch me. So like now that he's like dead, like the monster literally has nothing and no one. And so it's like the it's incredibly strong and incredibly intelligent like nothing should be able to harm it really but yeah he's just like crying because he's like i lost my father and it's sad um the monster will then go to either write his own series of books or start a late night talk show or become (laughs) a sports news anchor see in the book there was a little ambiguity that like he said i'm gonna go off and like burn myself because no like no one should be able to learn from my body how to recreate life or whatever uh in the movie he's just like nah i'm literally gonna torch myself on screen so like yeah i died (laughs) uh and then the last thing i watched for class was a silent film that i i don't think i've ever watched a silent film before like that i can think of i've only listened to them very fair enough Wait. Oh. <laughs> and yeah. Anyway, like this movie's called You can't called... see the look I'm making at him right now. You guys don't this Yeah, no, like... like I'm not even the one that's like exhausted and that shit went over my head. 
It's like I'm dying on a rock, and it's just still like, you still got it, and then he collapses and dies. <laughs> but yeah, so this movie's called The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari, and according to my professor, this is quite possibly the first art house film, which I'm not 100% sure what that means. I know it's like a genre or something. Uh, I don't know. It was interesting. It's the prequel to Animal House. Huh. So... I don't know. I'm not like a film critic, so I don't want to spend too long talking about like the artistry of the sets and stuff like that. I'm no critic, but I think. I don't know. It was like, it's interesting that all the sets were like hand done and like kind of done at awkward angles. So everything seems like a dream state and that's like for a good purpose. Uh... And I don't know. I just thought it was really interesting that they didn't very they very clearly didn't uh on the screens that show what they're like in writing what they're supposed to be saying they didn't say absolutely everything because there would literally be scenes where someone would be talking for like a good 20 seconds straight and it's like one single line on the screen i'm like there's no way he only said like two words that's fucking impossible (laughs) so but like i don't know the basically this movie kind of covered it was like this supposedly the story of how this doctor guy used a sleepwalker to commit crimes for him that like no one would be able to pin on him because like oh but i was just in my house the whole time i couldn't have done it and i don't know it's it's one of those things that i feel like at the time that it came out it probably was like phenomenal because it was like an interesting story but nowadays it's like we've seen shit like this like a thousand times yeah so, it's, it, so for me it wasn't anything like surprising or shocking uh but it was just an interesting experience seeing such an old movie and like that's how it was done there's there was a man in the silent theater that fucking lost his shit he oh absolutely like, oh oh my god did you, did you see that Shh, i can't hear the silence <laughs> oh shit he's got her save her <laughs> yeah like, I don't know. So that's all I that's all I saw. Which is a decent list. Yeah, it's pretty pretty decent. Pretty decent. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So guys, movie news, and then we're out of here. Sorry, that's how it goes. Yeah. First up, we just did that Star Wars special, and what do they do? Like an entire script of episode 9 on how Colin Trevorrow would have done it before he was kicked by Lucasfilm. It sounds so much better. It's, it's like fucking annoying. So <laughs> I don't know if I like it more than JJ Abrams George Lucas's original plan with like the Son of Mortis and stuff like that, but yeah. it's a little bit different. So Which I actually understand that storyline now cuz I've been watching Clone Wars. You can definitely feel like this one stands alone, like kind of like each one of the new trilogy would stand alone if they were each done by a different director, which like I said, I don't know why they thought having in a different director each time was a good idea. Like who the fuck thought that it was a good idea? Kathleen Kennedy did. Oh god. I think. So <laughs> Okay, these are all quoted, but uh oh, <laughs> the title so it was not going to be Rise of Skywalker. It was actually going to be Duel of the Fates, which I'm like... Sounds way cooler. Oh my god, that'd be so fucking dope. Like, come on, give me that shit. That would be great. But okay, so it takes place after uh, Revenge of the... Wait, what the fuck was it called? Last Skywalker? Was it that? No. 
Last the Jedi. Last Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. It's after that one. Uh, the plot. Because Rey's a Skywalker now, so it can't be the last Skywalker. It opens at a time when the First Order has all but completely dominated the galaxy. Communication between planets has been cut off, leading the Resistance to hijack a Star Destroyer and launch a surprise attack on Coruscant, now ruled by Chancellor Hux. In order to activate a hidden Jedi beacon that can pierce the First Order's communication blockade and rally the Resistance's allies, perhaps the most notable difference is that Emperor Palpatine isn't the main villain of the story. In this version, Palpatine stayed dead. Stay dead, bitch! And instead, Supreme Leader Kaloran is shown searching Darth Vader's castle on Mustafar and being haunted by the ghost of Luke Skywalker. Ren eventually discovers a holocron left behind by Palpatine, one containing a message to be played in the event of Palpatine's death. The recorded message directs Darth Vader to seek out Palpatine's master, Torvalum. It's unclear whether Torvalum is meant to be the same character as Darth Plagueis the Wise and complete his training in the dark side. Palpatine didn't... Wait, no. Palpatine clearly didn't anticipate Vader would be the one to kill him, but Ren is happy to seek out Valum in his grandfather's place. Also, this is also from a... This is quote-unquote from an IGN article. Just letting you guys know. Uh, in general, <sighs> Luke seems to play a bigger role uh, in trying to basically like bring... Kylo Ren back to the light side, as well as uh, help Rey complete her training. Uh, apparently, it sticks closer to the thematical style that Last Jedi has, and kind of like uh, I guess both uh, Kylo Ren and Rey wanting to move past the whole uh, Jedi Sith stuff. And uh, let's see what else is. Uh... So apparently, she still remains no one. She's just Ray. Ray Ray. Ray Ray Binks. I'd be fine with that. <laughs> Who are you? I'm Ray Ray Binks. Misa's so happy. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, it turns out uh, the big reveal. What the fuck is this? The big reveal is that Kaloran murdered Ray's parents at the behest of Supreme Leader Snoke. Or if you ever watched one of the backstories in that one WWE match, you find out the same way. <laughs> um, but. The script culminates in a final battle between Rey and Kylo Ren on, on Mortis, the, the mythical or mystical planet in the ethereal realm of the Force as seen in the Clone Wars episode that we talked about, actually, that Jabrams and Lucas wanted to do. Yeah. Uh, the ghosts of Luke, cool. Obi-Wan, and Yoda appear in one final attempt to redeem Ben, but unlike in Rise of Skywalker, he is beyond saving. So it's like, uh, apparently it was also... So Tor Valum is a seven thousand year old Lovecraftian creature. <laughs> the uh, seven thousand years old. Yeah, so to have that, Kaloran forging a new mask of Mandalorian metal and then battling a hallucination of Darth Vader Dagobah style. Uh, Chewbacca flying an X-wing during the Battle of Coruscant and Lando being called upon to rally the galaxy's smugglers to aid the resistance. Yo, dog, I got a bunch of drug dealers. We're all going to take out this fucking planet. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah. That's that's what it would have been. And I guess Ray like... would have killed Kylo Ren and it would have been like, that's it. Honestly, that's what I was expecting Kylo to be the big bad guy in the last movie because that's what they were setting up. I mean, he becomes the supreme leader. Like, why couldn't he be the bad guy? 
Oh, I know, because he's pretty Adam Driver, and he can't be the bad guy. Well, you, you know what I think. What? I don't care. It's yeah, over. you know what? It's done, James. It's over. I, like after that Star Wars special we did, and watching like hours of people riff on Episode Nine on YouTube, I'm just like, I, I don't, I don't know if I care about Star Wars that as much as I used to. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, fucking yeah, Disney. Fucking. Dude, even my professor in history of infections, I had like a quick talk about how Disney is like ruining Star Wars. Oh really? Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, it sounds like alright, that so that's that was that. Um I don't know. It's whatever. Who cares? It's over, guys. It's over. Just wait for Clone Wars to come out. I just want more Clone Wars. That's no one's ever really gone. Oh god. It's fucking oh, look, it's Harumbi. <laughs> there he is. Punished Harumbi, a fallen legend. Uh, okay, so last two pieces, and then we're getting the fuck out. Uh, Uncharted, guys, we have great news for the Uncharted movie. They found a director and they've begun filming. Is what I would say I in a perfect say- world, but we're not in that perfect world. Instead, we're in a world where it's gone through six directors and now has been forced to delay itself. I believe it's said by three months, which isn't honestly that bad, but it's just... I feel like it's not going to be just three months. It's it's just <laughs> funny. It's 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 like more of it's not about <laughs> it's about the chase, man. <laughs> it's about the chase, and once you get it, once you have the movie, you're not going to care. You'll be like, ah, oh, it's this... not as fun anymore. I like the I like the news of it of getting everything about the movie being made or not being made in this fact than actually getting the movie itself. You this, know, the making of this movie, or the attempt to try to one day make this movie, is really the big legend that we get here. You know what it makes me think of? That episode of South Park where Randy got into Guitar Hero, and then he got into Heroin Hero. Chase the dragon? You never really catch the dragon. Yeah, he's just like, oh man, I, I almost got the dragon in stands. Just like, Dad, you never catch the dragon. He's like, no, I almost got Wait, it. What? I'm a father. You have to listen to me. <laughs> Sure. And, and like that's how it feels. It's like we keep hoping we're like we're we're this close. We almost got this Uncharted movie, and then it's like, oh no, it lost its director. It's it's a little bit farther out. It's like I don't think it's happening. <laughs> I mean, maybe it'll happen one day, but like you said, they've left. They've lost like six directors, and at this point, all they've got is like we want what's his name, Spider Man, to be in the movie. Fuck, I forget his name already. It's not Andrew Garfield. Tom Holland. That's the one. <laughs> to- Tobis Maguire's. I dude, you know what? I well, would actually, actually, you know, we're gonna get Tommy Maguire Spider Man in the MCU now, right? I would love that. Actually. You know why? Uh, All right, short mainstay, guys. I have to say it, James. You know who they've got? <laughs> so fucking. It's like the best joke that's real, and I, you can't believe that well, it's real. I've seen jokes that, like... Do you know what's happening? I've heard jokes that the... Do you know what's happening? Uh, maybe not. They got Sam Raimi to direct Doctor Strange 2... Oh, I did hear about that. ...into the multiverse of madness. Yeah. Which means if it's a multiverse and different alternate earths and it's sam raimi it literally means you could open a portal to toby mcguire spider-man and he's just gonna feel dude i would love that he's gonna be there in real life i did see jokes about that on instagram earlier that like spider-man 
like swinging through one of the like Doctor Strange teleporting rings or whatever. They just have to go all out. They just have to do it and then say fuck it. And he's just not even. I don't even. I don't want a fucking cameo. I want him to be part of the. Fi- he's just there with Doctor Strange throughout the whole thing. And maybe he dies. I don't know. Or they show Kirsten Dunst. I don't know. It's like after those fucking movies with Mary Jane, just kind of tired of her and just God. But like, dude, you could do. Oh my, what if they brought so the Andrew much. Garfield one back too? <laughs> they could. It could just be like this weird thing that they just. It could be just weird. And then you bring Chris Evans up, back as the Human Torch. They open up another portal and it's like Japanese Spider-Man's like Spider-Man. Uh, I would love that. But Captain America, just no man, flame on. <laughs> All <Dude>. right, bro. <laughs> they could do. They could do so much with this. Like it would be so fucking ridiculous. I. It went from me. Not literally. Everyone was like, "This is the most interesting of the like Phase Four movies." This was the least interesting Phase Four movie for me before. Really, I don't care about Doctor Strange. I don't care about anything with his magic or anything like that. The movie was fine. It didn't do. It was like very neutral for me. I could give two shits about it. This making him the director makes me so excited. Just honestly, if they <laughs> if he just does it and there's no fucking. Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. I'm giving this fucking zero. I'm giving this movie a fucking zero. <laughs> it could be amazing. I'm gonna give it a goddamn zero. I, this I swear. This I fucking swear. If there's no if there's no Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, this is a zero out of ten film. I'm gonna know Tony Stark probably isn't gonna be in it, but there is, like, there was a time where he worked with Tobey Maguire for that like fake movie preview in front of Tropic Thunder. Oh, was, the, the, the deli, Devil's yeah. Alleyway or something? Dude, yeah, Devil's <laughs> Where Alley. Where it's Jr. and Tobey Maguire fingering each other's rosaries. Dude, I love how they introduced Tobey Maguire. Like, oh. the, I was like, I love how they, they said, like, Kirk Lazarus is, like, an, a multiple award-winning actor and, like, Tobey Maguire, like, winner of MTV's Kiss Award oh. <laughs> for fucking <laughs> Spider-Man. Uh, God, that movie was fucking funny. So fucking good. That oh, I just want to watch Tropic Thunder just for that intro again. So Dude, I watched it like a year ago or something. It's still fucking hilarious. We watched it at the theater together. Oh, that's where it was. Yeah, oh, we fuck. were. We were. You were there. I was there. We were in the same fucking place. Dude, I totally forgot that's where I saw it. Oh my god. <laughs> we talked about it on an episode. Oh yeah. Holy shit! You're right. Wow, <laughs> I'm the I'm the one brain dead. What is? Are you? I don't know. <laughs> this guys, this man is high as a fucking kite. I just had like some chocolate awesome. cake and spaghetti, man. Dick. I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> oh my god! All right, last fucking piece of news. I'm God. What's wrong with you? All right, this is. I never thought I'd talk about this again. We have Transformers news. It's not that. There wouldn't be more. I just didn't want to because besides Bumblebee, everything has been trash. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, yeah. they are going to make two new films apparently that are so two spinoffs, or just like full on movies that are standalone. I'm not really sure, but one is supposed to be like uh, I'm not even sure what one is actually, but for sure because it's tested the, 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 the scripts, writing. Yeah, I don't... The, the one that matters, whatever the other one is, it's a mystery. Who gives a shit? I don't care. It doesn't <laughs> matter. It really doesn't. Because what matters is what they did potentially rumor, which is a Beast Wars movie. Now, if you grew up in the 90s, you probably didn't give two shits about Transformers, 
but instead you got the Beast Wars, which are just Transformers that instead of turning into a car, turned into dolphins and like See, animals and shit, and flamingos and shit, and like Optimus Prime is a Harambe, and he's <laughs> like, <laughs> well, it's like yeah, some, somehow <laughs> and there's cave people or Neanderthals, and well, they're like, oh, oh yeah, okay, no. so that. Shows took place at like a weird place in prehistory. It really like, was. This, dude, those fucking people. Yeah. Remember the, it's the like CG for those? Yeah, uh, that too. It's like, the animation like, is aged incredibly horrendously. Yeah, this is like really early CG. I so still like, urge you to watch it because it's still a fucking Dude, good I remember time. at the time thinking like, wow, this show looks amazing. And it's like, go back to it now. And you're like, oh, wow. <laughs> it looks like they're just actually playing with the toys. Like it's bad. <laughs> it's it's still really great though. Like the if I remember correctly, like the, the like plot is still really crazy. The cartoonish though. emotions when they when they put an emotion on one of the characters' faces, like the cartoonish like kind of. It, I almost feel like I can't remember now, but I feel like it was like eyes popping out of the face yeah. type shit, and you're just like as a kid, you're like, oh my god, this is so hardcore, dude. It blew my mind when I learned later on that the gold disc that like they used to find earth that exists we made that yes like that that's the the gold record that we put on like the voyager probe that we just like shot off into space for like hoping to make contact with the alien race and i was like when i found out that that was like a real thing that it actually exists i was like holy shit that's actually really cool that they tied real world like events into this show this kids show like kids aren't gonna fucking know what that is dude i just knew i got an armadillo that turned into a robot i was <laughs> like dude how does that even work man and he's orange. dude there were so many toys that were like not even based off of characters in the show like there was a pill bug that i had at some point that i was like this shit's fucking cool <laughs> there was a wolf and dude that wolf was awesome yeah the wolf was pretty dope and uh, eventually he like fused with his like hawk girlfriend became tiger hawk did you just tell me that the wolf fused with the hawk and yeah. became a tiger hawk yeah that was a weird one yeah it's what's weird here is there was no wolf in the show james you've lost oh no it wasn't a wolf it was, it was, a, was a tiger a, it was a tiger james, i forgot turned into tiger oh no I, what, is, what, what is up with you tonight i don't know i'm dude. supposed to be the one fucking up no, okay, What's so, like, dude, there were so many toys for Beast Wars. Like, I was just like, yeah, of course there was a fucking wolf. Dude, there was a fire ant. Yes. That one was actually He was really actually cool. in the show. He killed a... Didn't he kill a... What's the tarantula's name? No, he he kept coming back. He eventually, like, became a transmetal or whatever. The tarantula? Yeah. Yeah, but the first time, the fire ant killed him. I think you're right about that. When he was in his first form. Yeah. And because that was before, what was her name? Black Arachnid. Yeah, she like defects to the uh... the Maximals. Yeah, which I I actually also like that they explain that like they're the Maximals and the Predacons are like the far distant future evolutions of the Autobots and Decepticons. Yeah, because there is an episode where a Decepticon shows up, and it's like one of Shockwave's like cassette tapes i thought it was also starscream shows up and yes fucking starscream uh, he uh like starscream's soul shows up at some point and like possesses beedrill which beedrill is no no not beedrill not beedrill that's a pokemon Pokemon, dude what What was his name waspinator 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 (laughs) (laughs) he's like skeletor but a bike yeah Oh my god, dude! There's no, like, that was like, it was like oh god, the Skeletor characters were like were like uh, GI Joe cover characters were definitely 
uh, fucking Waspinator and Pterosaur. Pterosaur was a pterodactyl who was basically star. He was like this kiss-ass second-in-command who anytime he could get was just like, I'm gonna fuck everyone over. And it's like, yeah. you're the ultimate fuckboy. <laughs> he was this little shit, and then he died Dude, in lava. What was the name of the raptor guy? Oh, that was, uh, that was, uh, Dinobot? Yeah, Dinobot. Dude, there were, like, Wasn't multiple it? dinosaur was bots. Was it Dinobot? I think you, I think that was his name. Yeah. That sounds right. Because he started off as a Predacon, yeah. and then he turned into a Maximal pretty early on. And then, like, uh... Like, years later, he became bad again when he became, like, a transmetal Oh, he dies protecting those, like, cave kids and shit. Yeah. And then after he dies, they bring... They, yeah, they make him, like, a transmetal evil. And then he come. He basically remembers who he was and then dies again. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah, I... that's... Dude, the ending's crazy. They killed, like... Dude, at some point, they, they find the original, like, Gen 1 Transformers in the arc that's, like just been chilling for like centuries oh yeah and they like few like optimus fuses his spark with the other optimus and becomes like a weird jet gorilla thing and then but then like you act like that's weird well i okay so when does optimus prime not turn into a gorilla on a hoverboard well, yeah, he got a hoverboard. Like, why is that weird to you, James? Why do you Why do you feel like that's weird? Well, I just Search feel okay. Up, bro, so, like, I get, I get the half of him. He was already a gorilla, so I get that. Like, he turns into a gorilla thing when he, but uh, like, fuses with the other Optimus. But Optimus Prime has never, that I, as far as I'm aware, been a jet. So I don't know. Hey, but, man, I just work here. But then at the same time, like when Megatron did that, he was like, he's like, okay, I'm a T Rex now. I'm fused with this Megatron that's a gun, and together I become a dragon, which was fucking awesome. A dragon. Yeah. Oh, you got it. Okay, mystery yeah. solved. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> Long story short, I think we're excited to see a Beast Wars movie. Dude, that shit will be so fucking fire. It'll be fire, bro. <laughs> It'll be so good. Especially if they actually get a freaking dragon in there. Oh god, I want to. I don't know if I want to watch it sober either. <laughs> Nah. I like. I want to watch it either way, but I'm also like, I think it would be more fun if I was just like, just half gone. Do you think like Rat Trap is gonna be a literal like dog sized rat? I don't. <laughs> oh my god, that's true. He's fucking huge. Like it's funny. Like you have Rat Trap and Tigertron and Tiger Hawk. Like those were the best characters. Well, actually, well, Dinobot. The was funny thing too. is, this is like again, this is prehistory. They they're not having to hide from anything. The, supposedly the whole reason for their beast forms was that that shielded them from like local energon radiation yes, or whatever. that's what it was supposed to be. So they, like I said, they weren't hiding anywhere. They just had to have animal forms. And one of them was like a mouse. But you can't have like a giant robot like can, can, like can, what's the word? Condense into the size of a small mouse. So he was just like, a human-sized rat when he transformed. Which, as a kid, you're just like, yeah, whatever, okay, he just turns into the shape of a rat. Seems normal to me. Yeah. Any kid in New York seems normal to me. Dude, remember when they became Transmetals and, like, Cheetor or whatever was like, whoa, I've got jets now. <laughs> Dude, Cheetor was, like, literally the, the fucking... Oh, God. That was... You You fucking loved Cheetor. Dude, Cheetor was, was like, my fucking like, hey, favorite. Hey, man. 
He was literally my favorite. I don't. I can't even. I don't even know why. Are cheetahs still your favorite animal? Uh, I mean, maybe they're. I, I, your explanation back then. They're the fastest animal alive. That is true. Like that is one of the most interesting things about cheetahs is they're just like wicked fast land animals. I think they might they might be the fastest land animal, but I'm not entirely sure. Their long tails are mostly for balance. <laughs> yeah. They're also cute, and they actually meow. Yeah. Yeah. I take the bigger ones. I'm more of a t- tiger guy myself. Yeah. Yeah. Tigers are crazy. Like They're the swole cats of the... They're huge they're and swole. scary, and their fangs are fucking long, I love man. their paws. That too. Great paws. Yeah. Save the tigers. <laughs> I'd... Uh... No, dude, when I, first, uh, when I first started Microsoft, they give you, like, $50 to donate to a cause, and then they also yeah. match it. I straight up looked for the tiger. I was like, donate to tigers. Oh, uh, yeah? Nice. Yeah, I totally did. All right. Well, that's all we got for this week. It's over, guys. <laughs> um, we'll record again when James fucking gets his shit together. Yeah, if I can hopefully figure out what's what is wrong with my MacBook and how to avoid making it freeze like again it really doesn't make sense why it's freezing on doing like a web browser and recording shit like yeah it doesn't make sense it shouldn't be breaking my computer because it's literally like to the point where the trackpad doesn't even like work anymore yeah it's like i have to hard shut down and when i do that i lose whatever i've been recording so we we just we don't want to have that happen again, and I don't want to make you like take way more time than you, than you should. You're stealing my life, stuff. man. Sorry, You're stealing my life force. But yeah, so like, yeah, uh, we'll we'll figure that out. Uh, we might test some alternatives at certain yeah. points. Not like recording necessarily, but basically mock recording. Just like, like see if we I'll can just play, have it like in the background while we're playing. Yeah, or working on something. I don't know, but. Uh, unless, yeah, you get it fixed and they figure out what the issue is exactly, but one of the two. Yeah. Uh, other than that, like, worst case, this would be the actual worst case, is it, none of that works, and it's like you have to get a new computer or something, and until then we just basically record when you're back. Yeah. Once every, like, which, eight weeks. Yeah, which would be, like, yeah, really far apart episodes, which I'd rather not <laughs> Sorry, make guys, you guys wait. Sorry, canceled. Yeah. We could just have, like, four-hour episodes to catch up on the news for the last, like, two months. Yeah, so we'll be canceled. I'm not, <laughs> not doing that. Uh, oh, my God. But okay. All right, guys. So, if you want to email us with some feedback, positive or negative, ask us questions for the show, things like that, email us at sutrasidetalk. Yeah, I'm starting to burn out here. Uh, if you want to follow us, follow us on sutrasidetalk. If you want to follow us individually... Follow James at InvaderJim124. If you want to follow me, you can follow me at GoGoComzilla. Currently, my handle is uh, Punished Niner Faithful Comron. Oh, no. (laughs) um, I'm already a demon. Fucking Chiefs. And uh, I think that's... Oh, yeah. If you can, uh, since we don't really get money for this, we don't really have anything, we don't have ads... And all that kind of stuff. All we ask is if you could follow us on Twitter, but also whatever platform it is, please give us a solid review, subscribe, like, whatever that kind of thing is. If you can, honestly, even if you can, like, share it, recommend it to other people. That's that's how it gets around. That's yeah, we do that'd be it. super awesome. We actually just earlier today 
hit the 200 mark. I saw uh, that. That's fucking awesome. Twitter, which is pretty dope. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to keep doing with it. Uh, I, I'm going to keep doing the same process until I get to 1,000. It's going to take so long. Oh, my God. But yeah, thank you guys so much. And until then, have a good one. Until <laughs> we uh, talk to you again, just follow the Twitter, and you'll, you'll get updates yeah. from us. Thanks for listening.